Hey everybody, welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Burnt Popcorn. I'm your co-host, Mike Laidman, and I'm joined with none other than... Laura Laidman. Each and every week we take a movie from our past and we have a look back and see if it's just nostalgia keeping our hair praised classic films afloat, or if it really is the real deal and worthy of all the adulation. How are you doing, hon? Better today. Good? Good. Always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got hit with another COVID close contact, so we've been in lockdown while also working full-time and let me tell you that is hell yeah the point that you might be missing is that means that our son is also home thus we have to work and raise a child at the, same the time. whole family has been stuck at home for a week we're not allowed to go out we're also expected to work full-time yes our child is bored out of his mind yes we can't have anybody over to help like nope. a grandparent um and i know there are people who have been doing this for a year and a half and to them, I say, I, I just, I, how are you still alive? How we, <laughs> we did it for six months straight Yeah, at the start of the pandemic. And that was when our son was young enough that we could generally stick him in a stroller and go for a walk for two hours, like, uh, yeah, and, and that shift would just hold schedules and, you know, that was good enough. But we're at a point now where he's three and he's bored. Yep. And he he even got to the point where he's saying, I don't want to watch TV. Yeah, because we I were like... Want, no watch TV. I don't want yeah, to watch TV. I don't want to watch no TV. No more Blippi. Which I, I, can't words believe, I never thought he'd no, say. No, I don't want to watch Blippi. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Crazy to me. Yeah, so... Um, and then he didn't nap. And then two days in a row of no nap, except for the point at four o'clock when I was already done work where he just fell asleep on the floor because he was so tired because he hadn't napped in two days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, fell asleep on the floor. So we're a little... He had like, a pillow and a blanket. It's not like we just let him flop on the ground. No, exactly. But like, <laughs> we. To preface that, we watched the movie, admittedly, a week ago today. Yes. A week ago yesterday. Yes. And we have just been so rocked by this. Yeah, and so like just absolutely exhausted every night. Exhausted and miserable and like, admittedly, snapping at each other for the smallest crap. Yeah. And it's like, and today was the first day we were both off. Yes. And we wore that kid out. Oh, yeah. Like we were, he's made up games. Yes. That uh, are just involve him running. Do you think and it's, that's it's, all that matters? Do you think he, it's because he's so bored that he just invented his own games or just? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. But he, they just involve him running back and forth. Which and, is great because it knocks him out. Yeah. yeah. So today was not his crap. Mm-hmm. so we're like let's record a podcast let's record a podcast and drink a beer yes well any tacos we ate too many tacos we ate too many tacos even he ate too many tacos tacos for all they were good though yeah it's good tacos. anyway so we are going to talk about yeah this week we will be talking about star wars the empire strikes back which originally hit theaters back in 1980 Luke Skywalker and Han Solo rescued the princess, destroyed the Death Star, but their story didn't end there. Now, the creators of the biggest smash hit of all time bring you the next episode in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. The continuing story of our band of heroes, Luke Skywalker... Princess Leia, Han Solo, C-3PO, R2-D2, and Chewbacca. 
And introducing Lando Calrissian. It's an epic of romance. Of heroes and villains. They cross trackless voids to unknown worlds. A galactic odyssey against oppression. A big, new, sprawling space adventure in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. Coming to your galaxy next summer. So we plan this poorly again. Oh, yeah. May 1980. Mm-hmm. May 9th. Slasher horror film, Friday the 13th, released in the USA. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. So like. Right after we basically did this one a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, so we, we've discussed May of 1980. And if I remember, it wasn't that interesting of a year to begin with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or at least a month. Mm-hmm. So um, one of our four is the fact that a, a different movie we've already covered has released. Good times. May 16th, Paul McCartney releases McCartney 2. <laughs> <laughs> good times. Good times. May 20th, drummer Peter Chris quits Kiss. That's that's That rocks me to my core. No, no it doesn't. No, you're not, a, not, you're a not part of the Kiss Army. Is that what they are, the Kiss the Army? The Kiss Army, yeah. Um, the Cycle Circus. I know that's one of their songs. I literally, except for I want to rock and roll all night. And what about uh, I really... was made for love? And is that Kiss? Made... That's Kiss. That's their disco song. That's the one that people are like, how how did how could Kiss do this to us? Well, because they made a disco song. And then on May 29th, Larry Bird beats out Magic Johnson for NBA Rookie of the Year. Oh. Magic versus Bird. That was a big thing. Magic Bird. How do you know you weren't alive? Because I know that that was a thing for years. Like there's like video games called like Bird versus Johnson and stuff. I'm like, not kidding. This is. This I is feel like, like you misnamed them slightly. What Johnson? Magic? No, Johnson. the games. No, I'm pretty sure it's like Johnson versus Bird or something like that. Is it like a subtitle for a game? Sounds more likely to be a subtitle. I'm pretty sure that's like the name of the game. Anywho, shall we discuss the box office that yeah, we've already discussed sure. a few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Let's see. As we discussed a few weeks ago, the top movie leading into summer was Friday the 13th, the OG, Pamela Voorhees, Friday the 13th. But after two weeks, that was beaten by The Empire Strikes Back over the Memorial Day weekend with $4 million. Remember when, like, well, we don't remember because we were not alive yet. No. <laughs> but a $4 million take at the box office was huge. It was number one for seven weeks and it was beaten by, can you guess, can you guess, 1980? What might have beat Empire Strikes Back? In 1980. It's comedy. Satire. It's satire. I was going to say, was it Beverly Hills Cop? That's like way later. Not that much later. It's still like It's years. a few years later. Yeah. Oh, satire. Police Squad? <laughs> no, it's got Leslie Nielsen. Oh, so Naked Gun. No. No. Airplane. There you go. Yes. With 2.7 million. The top three movies of the year were Star Wars Empire Strikes Back with... See, these numbers from these old ones, I'm always like, please take with a grain of salt because they are basing them off 
not the most accurate of records. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like they're going to say 209 million. Nine to five. Working nine to five. I don't know. Yeah. Was 103 million and stir crazy with 101 million. So, but obviously Star Wars Empire Strikes Back was number one. Obviously. Obviously. By a lot. Uh, very important to note, Jordan versus Bird one-on-one It was a video Jordan game. Jordan or Johnson? Jordan. Oh, it's Jordan. Oh, no. Yeah, goofed. Oh, no. I had it wrong. There is like Magic versus Bird. There's like a movie about them. Anyway. So yeah, Way Jordan to versus go. Bird. I screwed it up. Oh, you got me. You, you had my goat. It. You had my goat. Anyway. <laughs> Memories of The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, for me, this is a thing I, I didn't, I don't believe I actually mentioned this last time when we talked about Star Wars is I watched the Star Wars trilogy, much like Indiana Jones, uh, entirely backwards. I watched Return of the Jedi first, then Empire Strikes Back, then Star Wars. Huh. Yeah. And Empire Strikes Back is another RoboCop situation where it was something that my parents taped off of TV and I stumbled upon it one day and I watched it and that's where I fell in love with Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. It was, it was taped after Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. So I was watching Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, and then it rolled into Empire Strikes Back and I just let that tape roll. And that's the first time I watched Empire Strikes Back. Um, A lot of fond fond memories of empire strikes back you'll say yourself this is not something that you quite enjoyed the battle at the beginning of the movie on the snow planet always stuck with me with the big walkers iconic scene it's in so many video games that i love shadows of the empire for n64 there are people who have never played past the first level which is that battle from empire strikes back yeah just empire was my favorite star wars movie for years and uh, we'll see later today if it uh, stays the same i remember very little of this movie i know i've seen like i said i know i saw them as a kid this is the one with yoga in it right (laughs) (laughs) but i remember yoda yes in the swamp Mm -hmm. and what there was another thing i told said when we were watching the other one New Hope. Yeah. Forgot what it was called. It uh, used to just be called Star Wars. So if you, yeah. I, I would forgive you if you didn't know. I remember there was another scene I remembered. It wasn't, is, are they at-ats or AT-ATs? It depends on who you talk to, but I believe most people go with AT-ATs. So I remember the AT-ATs from other media because mm-hmm. it, it is in other media. Yeah, they're in uh, Rogue One too, and uh, well, just other media in general. Yeah, that is in is in all sorts of stuff. It's referenced a lot. Yeah. yeah. And there was another scene that I was like, "Oh, is that not in this one?" Oh, I was expecting. Oh, were you waiting for Ewoks or something? Oh crap! We haven't even seen the Ewoks yet. <laughs> I forgot about them. <laughs> you want to know what I remember most about the Ewoks? Well, save it for next time. No, save it for I next forget. time. I might forget. Okay, you, fine, fine. You remember Mission Hill? Yes. When they go to the sci-fi convention? Yes. And then what's his name is there? And he's like, let's all sing the- The Ewoks, movie. yes. Yeah. And it's like, jump, 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 jump. <laughs> I actually watched that episode not that long ago. Really? Yeah. I you fr- were watching Mission Hill without me? I watched a <gasps> random episode of Mission Hill. Weird. And it was the one where they, I was on YouTube. 
I just watched it off YouTube. It was the and it's it one was of my favorite shows. It was that episode, the one where they go to the sci-fi convention because they're both like that girl. Yeah, yeah, that's the episode I watched. Randomly. Oh my god, that's such a see going off throughout. That is literally one of my favorite shows of all time, and I think a big well, a big part of it is like it captures. It's Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein, right? Yeah. So like. It's the same guys who did, were showrunners of the best episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah, I, I was reading an article and they talked about them. And and I'm like, maybe I should give Mission Hill another shot. And then I watched the one episode just to make sure if I was like, no, I don't like this. And that way you weren't upset. <laughs> I just never, I, I watched it and then I never got back to it. I, just, I love that I know, show. I know. It's so good. But I, anyway. To be fair, I, I was watching it during work and only half paying attention. But we're here to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, there's another scene from this that I remembered. And I was like, expect waiting for it to happen in the last one that we watched. And then it happens in this one. Mm-hmm. I. As you tell how much I'm like invested that I don't remember what that was. Yeah, clearly. But I don't remember a ton. Mm-hmm. I know I've seen it a long time ago in a galaxy far away. Yeah. But I, I did not I did not know that Lando was in this one. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember when Lando showed forgot up. About, like, oh right, Lando. Yeah. Yep. Totally forgot about him as a character. Yeah. I that whole plot where they are on the cloud planet forgot about that i like how i had to explain to you who boba fett was and why people like him yeah i'm like well i know who he is but i'm like why do people think he's so great doesn't he go out like a bitch he goes out like a bitch in the last one and we'll get to that he looks cool that's why but i did hear see because we stopped watching it because well you might have finished it i don't know we were watching some of the Mandalorian. I said I'd watch it with you and then i i lost interest because i don't care you don't care about star wars i don't care about star wars yeah but I did see pictures and like a clip of Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. In the Boba Fett armor. Yeah. At the beginning of the second season. Oh, oh I could get behind that. If you yeah. want, if you decide you want to watch more Mandalorian. I just want to watch I've, that. I've rewatched the, I, I re- I've watched the entire series. I would rewatch, rewatch. It I just want to watch what he's in. Okay. Well, he's in one episode. Yeah. Can I just watch just the clips of him? Mm, he's very heavily featured in the episode. So technically we would just watch the episode and you'd see him. Yeah, he's hot. Okay. He's like a zaddy. <laughs> so like, if that's what's behind the Boba Fett armor in my fantasy in this movie, it does make Boba Fett cooler. Okay, well, maybe we'll wait until we finish the movies before we watch that episode just so it doesn't blow your fantasy away or anything like that. Do you see him without the helmet in the movie? What, in the, in the movies? Yeah. No. Oh. You don't see him without the helmet on in the movies. Isn't he not even actually Boba Fett in oh, Timothy Oliphant? Like, is he just not, isn't he just- He's not. He's not Boba Fett. He just has his armor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just want to, yeah. So anyway. Anyway, back to Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Hey, I was still technically talking about Star Wars. I know, but I I got points for that. It's true. (laughs) Somewhat. (laughs) Anyway. Yes. So I I guess, I don't know. Do you have any more things or should we just get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. So right off the bat, we, we go to the- the ice planet of Hoth, or did you have something before No, that you and to- you know what? I gotta say, elements of this opening, I really enjoy. Okay. The scenery is really cool. The setup is really cool. I like the fact that, like, this is a good idea of a place for people to hide if they're hiding. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this I actually, it really did draw my attention in. There was some good character, but why does it start with episode five? Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Again, 
This is the George Lucas cereal thing, right? Like because he liked these old cereals. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure I, I was right there. Okay. Yeah. No. But yeah, it, it sets it up pretty cool. I'm like, I agree. This opening, I really liked it. But then we hit about the 10 minute mark, and I realized there was too much stop motion animation, <laughs> it, it, and it, it was really starting to make my stomach hurt. It showed up very quickly too, because the tauntauns are stop motion when they're running. Like when it's a close up, it's a it's very clearly like a puppet. Yeah, it's like a Jim Henson puppet. Doesn't Jim Henson do the puppeteering on this? Uh, there's like it's it's a Tim Henson adjacent because Tim they, Henson. Who's that? Is that Jim sorry. Henson's twin brother? <laughs> Jim Henson adjacent because like Frank Oz. Frank Oz is Yoda. Yes. So, like, it's not. Speci- I don't believe it's specifically Jim Henson that does it, but Frank Oz, obviously, who's a, you know a very well-known collaborator with Jim Henson, worked on these films. Okay. Yeah, a lot of stop motion. Which, I mean, on one hand, what else were they going to do back in 1980? Yeah. On the other hand, like, how do you make a ugh. tauntaun exist? In, in 1980 it, without stop motion. Literally stop motion when it's stop motion when it is something like Coraline. Right. Or Nightmare on Elm Street. Not Nightmares, Nightmare Before Nightmare. Christmas. <laughs> there is stop motion Nightmare on Elm Street. And it doesn't bother me like this. That's true. There is night stop motion. Anyway. Anyway. But it's something about the mingling of stop motion, especially claymation stop motion. And real stuff. Right. It just, uh, just thinking about it makes my skin crawl. I can't. Let's talk about something else. Okay. I so do I, I do have a real quick uh, question. Real quick question. Mm. What was worse for you, the Tauntaun or the AT-ATs? AT-ATs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I would, I would say of the two, the 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 Tauntauns was more like claymation versus the AT-ATs because the AT-ATs were models. Yeah, but the the thing was with the the tauntauns is they kind of just ran past the screen and then they were gone and the AT-ATs were sustained shots yes and they were moving. like just uh, the, okay, the okay. movement speed and everything about them had that jerkiness that stop motion has that isn't quite smooth because of the nature of what it is yeah and everything like that and it just it didn't like to watch it okay but everything else about this opening i actually really liked yeah so like the the rescue mission with Luke and the, the yep, Wampas and that's what that no. thing is called. The thing that attacks him is called a Wampa. Oh yeah. I did know that. Yeah. So like them being like, Oh crap, the empire's found us. We have to like get off this planet evacuating. Leia is like badass. Like everything about this. She's like, I got to get shit. She's done. take charge. Yeah. Cause that's who she is. And like, I'm like, I can see why she's so popular. Cause she is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I really like her and the whole, like, sort of like love triangle between yeah <laughs> like With- i i'm like at the beginning of the movie i'm like is she just because obviously her sights are more set on han yes but is she just using luke to make han jealous or is it a thruple situation i i, I don't know it's, it's weird because they never- they, there doesn't seem to be any animosity between luke and han which leads me to believe it's more of a thruple i don't think it's a thruple <laughs> Luke and Han are very well adjusted. They're it was like, it was when it was when Luke and and Han were saying their like goodbyes to each other before the ATAT battle, where where you were like, this is why I think they're a thruple because they were so like, you know, they're okay with the whole thing. Yeah, like they're super on board. Um, I do have to say one more thing though about the Tauntauns. Yes, these are creatures that seem like 
this is their planet, right? They're from this planet. I, this is Hoth, right? This is Hoth. I don't know if they're actually, I don't think they're native because if they were, they, you think they wouldn't freeze to death at night. That's what I wonder. They froze so quickly. How did the, the Tauntauns not do as well as? Outside of the fact that there is a Tauntaun sleeping bag. For kids, where you sleep in the Tauntaun's guts, I don't really know too much about Tauntauns. <laughs> yeah. That, I do have to say that, seeing all the like stuff coming out of the Tauntaun, that was gross. So good job on the movie's part. I'm making it. Tauntauns are not sentient. No, they are native. Okay, anyway. Well, what a crappy evolutionary chain that led them to that. Yeah, interesting. Wacky. Okay, yeah. Tauntauns apparently. Hoth is like entirely ice, right? It's it's like an ice planet, yeah. Yeah, so like any creatures there would evolve. It's not like they're from the southern hemisphere where it doesn't get so cold. It's like literally it's the whole planet is ice. These creatures need to like get the shit together. How do they how did they survive? Who who lived on the planet to train them to be ridden? Uh, anyway, we're going to Maybe they deep. just had no natural predators. They do. They have wampas. Well, wampas are wampa, natural predators. Well, maybe the wampas are so rare that they that, don't. That wampa chows down on Luke's tauntaun. He yeah. takes a bite out of yeah. it. Yeah. Quite the bite. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, and then because they find Luke and he's frozen and they put him in a tube. And yeah. all I can think is, oh, I don't want to serve out my term naked in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> Which is topical because it's spooky season. Yes, yes. But the the Hoth sequence is is one of my favorite like parts of all of Star Wars. Like the entire opening. Yeah, thing. I gotta say, by far, so far of what we've seen, except for the stop motion, I really did enjoy the opening. What um, I really yeah. like too, as well, is it leads into it leads into the asteroid sequence. Mm-hmm. And the asteroid sequence is also one of my favorite scenes in the entire franchise. But I will say this, it is my favorite piece of music in the franchise, is the asteroid chase. I, I Every time I, th- I think about Star Wars, I think about that, that asteroid chase theme. I love that that whole thing. I sequence. can't even hear it in my head. I can. I can. I, I hear it very, no. very clearly in my head. No, and I do like that the asteroid they were on was a giant worm. Well, the, they were on an asteroid. Yeah, it but just, the worm they were was- in They were in a worm Which in the is funny, because I didn't know that leading in mm-hmm. and thinking about it, that has been used in so much other media yeah they because they i didn't know that, that that's what they were spoofing yeah like that was in like futurama and like yep there i was go. like uh and see this is one of those things where i'm like as much as i didn't want to watch star wars i am glad we are watching star wars because it is giving me insight to references i didn't know oh exist. wait is this like what was another movie we've done on the show where there was a something that happened and you're like, oh, it's referencing that. And I'm like, no, everything else is referencing this. <laughs> there was something we did on the show where it was, I can't remember what it was, but I remember distinctly there's an episode of the show where you're like, oh, they're referencing this thing. And you're like, no, this is where the, where it came from. This is the thing that they're, everyone is else is mm, referencing. Yeah, I think you're right. I can remember that. It also kind of makes me like, because like I didn't watch The Office when it first premiered. Right. And I only watched it for the first time a few years ago. And it's like now that I've watched all the way through a couple times, three times. <laughs> it's like, oh, I get jokes. Yeah. 
I'm in on the joke now. I get the joke now. Mm. And now that Seinfeld's on Netflix, we're going to get those jokes too. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I know Festivus. I know that. <laughs> and, What's and the most... deal with airplane food? No soup for you. Yeah. <laughs> How that guy parlayed like all that into. Anyway. Anyway. Star Wars. Was he in Star Wars? Probably not. What, Seinfeld? No. <laughs> soup Nazi. Soup Nazi? Not that I know of. Yeah. So anyway, and then there's the asteroid chase, and I gotta admit, after that, I wasn't quite as interested. When in what when happened. Luke gets to Dagobah, well, or when the when they're in Cloud City, I, I both. Like I actually was honestly pretty excited about Dagobah because it's something I actually remembered, mm-hmm. and it wasn't what I remembered. Okay. I don't know really what I I think I expected more of like we're gonna need a montage. Oh montage okay. of like cool training stuff. Uh-huh. And it was more like wax on, wax off, but mm-hmm. like less cute. Okay. And also and like whatever listenership we have is going to just disappear. I really wasn't too keen on Yoda. No? Just because he was a puppet? or No, he just was kind of a dick. Well, I, like, at I the like beginning he... or later? Oh, I, uh, I'm a, uh, a bit of both. I don't know. He just, he was kind of like, obviously, like he knows who Luke is, right? Yes. So like, he seemed like he didn't want to train him, despite the fact that Obi-Wan was like, you need to go see this guy and get trained. And then he didn't seem like it wasn't. It's more. It's not like I don't want to train is he this afraid guy. Afraid to train him? He yeah. He doesn't want. Basically, the whole reason that Yoda doesn't want to train Luke is because he doesn't want Luke to just be Darth Vader again. But here's the thing: you'd think with someone with the infinite wisdom of Yoda, that maybe pushing someone away that you're worried is going to turn their back on the side of good and join the dark side. Maybe the last thing you should do is push them away. Yeah, but should you also train a person that you think might turn to the dark side and how to use all of those powers? Yes, because you don't just train them on the powers. You train them on being a good person. You know, I understand. Who knows? Maybe in the Star Wars universe, genetics play the biggest part in your personality, but it's it's nature and nurture, right? Like, Plus, plus, he's half his mother, who was a good person, and Yoda knows that, right? Well, no, Yoda doesn't know the mother. I mean, they, they obviously, the, those scenes were not written, but Yoda is involved in the decision of where Luke and Leia go. Yeah, so I'm just like, why, why not be more open and kind and compassionate? to this person that you're worried might stray to the dark side. Like if he gave him understanding and respect and compassion, Mm -hmm. chances are Luke is much more likely to be a good dude. Mm -hmm. And instead he's like, first of all, he's a dick. And then when Luke is like, my friends are in danger. What part? Wait, 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 what part of dick dick? He's just aloof. Okay, I, I wouldn't. Eh. 
He's, he's, he's not the luck dragon where, where he's like, oh, it'll work out for me. It's more. I don't know. He's more cheeky. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's not the role he should take, which whatever. Right. And then and then Luke realizes his friends are in danger. Yes. And Yoda's like, it's trap. Yes. And if you go, it's it, literally they're doing this to make you come back. Yeah. But if these are the people I care about. My thruple. <laughs> and Chewie. I'm gonna go. Like he it show what it shows Luke is a good person. He's like, I'm not just gonna sacrifice people I care about just to save my own skin. Like it shows that Luke is a good person. Right. But it also shows that he is I don't know, unwilling to finish what he started, but also that, you know, I would say it's the opposite because but, what he started is his relationship with these people, with the thruple. <laughs> but, but also it's, it's, he's off, you know, he, he knows that Darth Vader has set this trap for him. He's worried that Darth Vader will ensnare him and turn him to the dark side, et cetera, et cetera. I get that. Mm-hmm. But why not warn him of this? Like he, I, he's like, you can't go, you can't go, blah, blah, but be like, Luke, I support your decision to go, mm-hmm. but you need to be aware of these facts because it's much more dramatic. I know. I'm just when like, Darth Vader reveals he's his father later. <laughs> I know, and I know it's fiction and blah blah blah. Yeah. But the whole point is, I get to have my opinion on yeah, no, that's fair on the stuff. So we go to this Cloud City place, which I didn't remember at all. At the same time, like, we're back and forth with Cloud City. Yep. And I didn't remember Cloud City at all, which is fine. But I was like, Lando's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Lando went from smuggler to running a mining operation. It's mining, right? Yeah, they were mining. What are they mining? I think they're, like, vapor miners. I don't know. No, they're, they're like, I mean, I don't know what they're mining. I know it's a mining colony. Clouds? <laughs> they're mining clouds. They're vapor guys. Like how Luke was a moisture farmer. <laughs> you can mine clouds. <laughs> uh, that's stupid either way. But anyway, I don't know how Lando is. The, but Lando seems pretty cool. Yeah. Except for the whole like, like one, he's like triple crossing people to like help his friends. What do we say? Okay. So this is what. There is multi, multiple layers of deception. He double crosses Han and Leia and Chewie. Because the Empire has shown up and been like, you know, we will leave you alone if you just give us these guys. Which, I mean, to be fair. He's got to think about the people that are under he's him. He's got to think about the people who are under him. He's got to think about, it seems like he and him and Han don't have the best relationship generally. Touch and go. Frenemies. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he's like, do I put... The relationship I have with a frenemy and two other people, or Chewy, Chewy, yeah, I like. people I, yeah, but he doesn't but Princess know. Princess Leia, I don't, I don't, I don't know this chick, or all these people who live on my colony and work and with depend me, on me and depend on me. Who do I put priority on? Yeah, I mean, I know it's like considered the shitty decision, but he did the right thing. Yeah, Hot he take. he did, but then as it goes on and the Empire starts double crossing him. Yeah, because of course the Empire is going to talk about yeah, cross him. That's when he makes the decision of like, oh, well, I wasn't okay with this before, and now it's not even worth my while. Like, this is when he decides that, you know, 
not to go back on his original thing and help his friends. Like he basically abandons his post. Like he he leaves. He tells everyone to get the hell out of yeah, there. Yeah, he's like, look, the Empire's coming. Get out. Yeah. Like he it's so I wouldn't say he's triple crossing so much as it he's he had a change of heart when he realized that the the entire reason he made his deal, which was to protect the people under him, didn't matter. And he was like, well, if that's the case, then, you know, I might, the, the, why even bother going along with what they said? And- yeah. So I also noted C-3PO is annoying the whole time again. He's better in this movie, though. He's got some more funny li- bits in this one. But at the same time, like the funniest thing was he's trying to like warn them of stuff. He's like trying to tell them. He's trying to tell them. He's trying to tell them. And no one is listening to him. Because everything he said is just so annoying. They're just like, why even bring this guy along? Because he can be helpful. When? The only time he was helpful at all, nobody wanted to listen to him because he's so annoying usually. <laughs> That's the point. He could be helpful. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. He was awful. He he, he does I have I guess his, he's supposed to like translate for he, R2. He's, well, for- he, Why not just make R2 But no, he trans- he, trans- he translates for her, like for the princess as well. He's like her droid. He's He works for her. So that she can talk to people and he's like a liaison. He's like her P- personal assistant, essentially. He's my Google Home. He's Google Home. He's a walk and talk in Google Home. Oh, God. It's future. Isn't Tesla making some of those? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine if they're all that annoying? If they're all freaking- Could you imagine if the robot <laughs> uprising is just annoying? It's just a, uh, one army of C-3PO's. Oh, just hand over the keys. I'm out. <laughs> Uh, okay back to so literally like everything's happening on the cloud not cloud planet cloud, cloud colony yeah cloud city is what they call it right it's yeah. cloud city it's cloud city and i'm just like yoda and obi-wan because obi-wan's ghost is there yes which is like okay can you this is this is question this is time. a legit star wars question yeah what's with all the ghosts so people who are force sensitive can learn abilities, including like manifesting your soul after you die. There, there are force ghosts throughout the entire franchise. Well, I know that Luke is a force ghost in the newer, newer ones? Yes. Yes. And Yoda has been a force ghost. Yes. And Obi-Wan has been a force ghost. Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Um, I don't know about any others. There's a few others. Yeah. So, okay. So that's why I was like, there's a lot of ghosts, which is a little spooky, which I like. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you got that then. I like spooky. There's their spooky thing. There's in the, ghosts in this movie. So it fits for spooky season. There we go. And there's ghosts in the next one. So it'll continue. More ghosts. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I love ghosts. <laughs> so no, I was just like, is this like. There's a big monster in the next one too. Is it legitimately ghosts or what is it? So that makes sense. Okay. But they were just straight up willing to sacrifice Han and Leia. Yeah. Th- there's a lot of... The Jedi aren't that good. The, the Jedi kind of have... Maybe it's good it, they're not it, there anymore. It's <laughs> There's a lot of... Uh, that's what Luke is talking about in Last Jedi, if you recall. He's like, maybe we don't need the Jedi. And depending on who you talk to... That movie is atrocious, but there, there's a lot of evidence based off because of the prequel trilogy that, yeah, maybe the Jedi weren't so great because of some of the stuff that they did. But yeah, yeah. like it, it kind of makes me think of like 
Yeah, America, greatest country in the world. Unless you actually really start to think about it, and you're like, oh no, it's a shithole. <laughs> okay. Well, it's it's they become. But you know like, what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, like they're promoted as like, oh, the Jedi, they're great. They do great things. They you know help the world. Yeah. Except they don't. I mean, sometimes they do, but other times they're basically just like secret police that yeah. go and do their own thing. And like the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a coup. They do. There's there's Jedi coups. This is all, like, again, you're just proving, the look you gave me when I said it was like America, you're like, oh no, here she goes. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I am yes. right. <laughs> I am right. Here she goes indeed. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I mean, I, okay, so from what I've learned so far, yes, <laughs> the dark side and Jedi are no better than each other. That's that. I mean, there's got to be at least some positive to the dark side, or why else would people go to it? Right. Yeah. And like, okay, are Jedi allowed to marry or not? No. But there are lady Jedi. There are lady Jedi. Yes. It's not a position that you marry into. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, it's just like, what are the rules of being a Jedi? I don't, I don't have that numbered list for you. But yeah, like, what are like, the main rules? You're not supposed to be. You're not supposed to get married. That's one. Like, that's what part of the whole plot of the second and third movie is: is that Anakin is in love with with Queen Amidala, and he's not supposed to be because it's forbidden for Jedi to marry, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Are they popes? <laughs> no, they're not popes. But yeah, there are there are rules, and that's that's one of them. That's kind of the reason that Anakin falls to the dark side is because he cares more about his romance than he cares about you know other things. Okay. Basically, their whole reason. I mean, well, I yeah. What's the it. point of the Jedi? Well, what's the point of the Jedi? Yeah. In general, they're just like secret police. They're like monks. That but have super swords and such. So they're like the secret police monks. Secret police monks. With, with superpowers. With superpowers. They're the guardians of what's good and right in the galaxy. Mm, who's decided what's good and right? Themselves? The Jedi. <laughs> yeah. See? I got questions. Uh-huh. Anywho. Anywho. So, I mean, I, I know you said at this point when it's the swamp stuff and the Cloud City stuff, it, it, it hits a lull for you. Yeah. But you have to ad- admit, because I can agree to that, that the, the middle of the movie has a bit of a lull to it. But the end, when Luke shows up, things start to ramp up again, right? Yeah. Can I say? You just found a fun note that you wrote yourself? So I always knew about Han getting dipped Oh, in yes, yes, yes. I always knew that was a thing. Like, I worked at a comic store for a long time. We had, like, figures of Han and Carbonite. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole thing. I gotta tell you, those little toy action figures of mm-hmm. Han and Carbonite looked better than the movie Han and Carbonite. Mm-hmm. Han and Carbonite looked like a derp. Like, <laughs> what the crap effect was this? I understand it was the like late seventies, early eighties, but this was garbage. Well, you know, it's funny actually. I found out a fun thing about uh, Luke and er, Luke Han and Carbonite uh, the other day. Actually, is that, and this might be part of the reason that it's wonky is the face is the only part of the Han and Carbonite that's actually Harrison Ford's face cast. The rest of it, his body is cast from someone else entirely. It's his face that looks weird. <laughs> his mouth is like, Bleh. Well, they, they did, I mean, they did a face. Well, what would you look like? Would you like make a smiling pose when you're being 
frozen. I would smize. It's when you smile with your eyes. Uh, I see. Learned I it see. from Tyra. Stop looking at me like that. It's weird. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, yes. Okay. So we get the big showdown. Yes. Darth Vader versus Luke Skywalker. Sword fight. I Laser understand. Swords. Luke's mad. Yes. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. How does he really think he's going to defeat one of the greatest powerful people? Sith Lord. Sith Lords. Like at this point, people have got to have told him, like, you got to watch out for Darth Vader. He's, he's lived. Well- he's lived in the galaxy where the Empire r- rules everything. And Darth Vader's the number two guy in the Empire. Yeah, so he like, has to know who Darth Vader is, and he has to know that Darth Vader can fuck up shit. Yeah, like he's got to know. Like, I am sure in this reality that people are like, "Man, it'd be so cool to have a lightsaber." Man, who do you think the best lightsaber fighter is? Oh, I heard Obi Wan was really good. Yeah, but did you know about that Darth Maul guy? Like thirty years ago, he was pretty great. Oh, yeah. But nobody beats Darth Vader. He's the best of the best. No one can beat him. And Luke's just like, all right. I'll do it. No. No one taught me how to use this, really. Yeah, I got like one bit of training. Didn't finish my training with Yoda. And I'm going to take on the great, like, the only reason Darth Vader doesn't kill him is because he's his son. And he doesn't want to kill him. Yeah, because he's his son. Mm -hmm. If it weren't for that, he would have just been like, he would have mopped the floor with him. <laughs> just like in half. Just done. Yeah, in half. Like that scene in Rogue One where he takes out the, the whole hallway of dudes. Yeah, but that's the thing. That scene in Rogue One where he takes out the hallway of dudes, I liked Rogue One. Yeah. I really actually really enjoyed Rogue One. It's probably my favorite of the Star Wars movies. And he just like, it looks badass. Mm. I understand it's... 1979, 1980 when this was being made. Yes. And I've grown up in a world where fight scenes mm-hmm. are so beautifully choreographed. Yep. And fight scenes, like, I feel like we've discussed on the podcast where I used to train in martial arts mm-hmm. as an adult, not as a child, as an adult for a long time. Choreographing a fight scene is hard. I get it. But... It's very slow. Yeah. It's more like it's more akin to sword fighting in older movies because that's what they fought like in movies like that, you know? But they're both just like. It's not the. Uh, do, 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 uh, do. It's not what uh, they. It's not as bad as the Obi Wan versus Darth Vader fight. No, that fight was movie. terrible. I was really. Because this is like hyped up to be one of the big moments of Star Wars, right? It's like Luke versus Darth Vader. Luke loses his hand. No, I am your father. Like, mm-hmm. I'm expecting it to be. I'm like, okay, I am ready for the scene. You're this, waiting for them to do flips and shit. Not even flips. Just like <laughs> like a really good sword fight. Mm-hmm. It was meh. Well, again, like, that's what sword fights were like in movies at the time. They've, as you even said yourself, fight choreography wasn't as 
You're I applying modern fight choreography standards to old. I mean, Star Wars itself created this continuity error with the Darth Maul style fight sequence in Phantom Menace. Yeah, when that you, was badass. That fight is ridiculous compared to this fight. That fight is awesome. I would actually watch that again. No problem. Because that fight was great. Like, that was really cool. Like a double-sided lightsaber. Like, and he's like doing flippy shit. Mm-hmm. And like fighting two dudes at once, and one of those dudes is Ewan McGregor, who is so hot. Right. <laughs> anyway, we're back to back to the actual fight itself. So then it all climaxes in the the I am your father reveal. No. No, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And I did know, because that was the thing, one of the, and it was actually only recently. I was reading a probably Reddit. Mm. It was like one of those like. Oh, yeah, it's this. Okay. I remember this. Where it was like Darth Vader never says, Luke, I am your father. Yes. He says, no. I am your father. I am your father. Yeah. Because Luke is like, you killed my father. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't go, Luke, I am your father. He goes, no, I am your father. And that's cool. That Mm -hmm. I think is a better line. Yes. So. It's, it's one of those things like beam me up Scotty where it just became like everybody thinks that that's what it is, but it's not. And yeah. Nobody's ever said beam me up Scotty in the yeah. entire franchise. Yeah. Um, the actually interesting thing too is the reaction for like, this is some behind the scenes stuff is they were keeping this a secret and <laughs> the script doesn't sit like the, the script that they were shooting with said, Obi-Wan killed your father. Yes. That I heard. Yeah. And, and then they took, Mark Hamill aside and they're like whatever he says is going to get dubbed over this is what he's saying react to it this way and that's so his his reaction nobody else no, you can even tell by the fact that if you watch that you shot Darth Vader's mouth say something different n- no <laughs> that's the joke <laughs> if you watch Darth Vader th- I guess they didn't have enough footage of him saying the the line because if you look at the very end it rocks it back. They rewind the shot to get the extended take. It's it's interesting. Some, it's an editing. Okay, that's cool. It's an editing trick that's used like all over the place. It's actually used in other Star Wars movies. In the um, the Sand People fight in the beginning, in the in the first one, when when Luke is attacked and the the Tuscan Raider goes like when he puts the stick up in his head. I know because I've I've seen the behind the scenes stuff a million times. The guy did it once. And they did it. They rocked the shot back, like the the oh. the or the video back and forth. So him going shaking up and down is literally just him doing it once and then rewinding it and playing it back over and over again. But it's done so quick that unless you're looking for it, you don't catch it. Yeah, it's like they only paid me for one meep and then they doubled it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Uh, it all comes back to Simpsons. It all comes no matter back, what yeah. you do. I yeah. can't help myself. Just tell our listeners I got a second Simpsons tattoo. Okay, yeah, yeah. A second one. Yep. I'm the coolest you person have a, I know. You have a Bart and a Lisa. You're going for your Marge holding a potato soon, I'm sure. Oh, that'd be so great. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How long until Mike just, he's like, I can't. I can't anymore. I'm done with this woman. <laughs> Doesn't like Star weird. Wars movies. Everything has to be a Simpsons quote. Yeah. How I was raised. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then honestly, I won't even lie to you. I forget how this movie ends. You forget how it ends. 
There's like another two minutes of movie after this. There's not much left of the movie after Darth Vader tells him he's his father. He falls down the tube. Now, Leia oh, comes, yeah, and then they save him. They save him, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the, the Millennium Falcon. The what? Millennium Falcon. Okay. You said it really weird there. Because I kind of jumbled it. Yeah, you're... Anyway. So, yeah, they save him. They go off. Han and... Oh, no, oh Han. And he gets to, And he plays with his new... His new robot, robot hand. hand, yeah. And then Lando and Chewie go off to, to find Han and... Luke and Leia stay behind with the rest of the rebels. I gotta say, if I were to lose a limb, this is the universe in which I would want to do it. Because you want the perfectly looking human hand? Like, it's like, one, with the lightsaber, Mm -hmm. because it's- Cauterized. It cauterizes it immediately. Yeah, but what if you- So you say, what if- the, in this case, so in this specific case, if you want to lose a hand, you want a lightsaber to take it off. Like you, yeah. you don't want just an industrial accident where you lose a hand. No, and they replace it. Just out in Cloud City in the mining, and I'm just like, oh crap! Put your hand somewhere you're not supposed to. Yeah. Oh, I didn't lock it out. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, hand replacement. You know, a robot hand. It's good. Finally got my robot hand. Yeah. It's uh, what is it like? Uh, space religion. IT crowd. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, the, their version of Scientology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so that's the end of the movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she takes a giant swig of beer. Uh, so that's what we thought of the movie. Critics in 1980 had their own thoughts on this movie. Laura, why don't you fill us in on some past reviews? So this movie carries a 94% critical rating and a 97% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune said, It balances bloodshed with charm, spectacle with childlike glee. It is a near-flawless movie of its kind. Not bad. Joy Gould Boyum of the Wall Street Journal said, A Star Wars that not only lost much of its humor and charm, but more important, a good deal of its innocence. Traveling in the process light years away from the shiny first magnitude of its original world. That was the point. This is the dark one. (gasps) And our old pal, Roger Ebert. When did he start reviewing movies? Because if we do one that's old enough. And he's not there. What do we do? Because he's like our benchmark, right? Like, I feel like that's why I always pick Ebert because he's the benchmark of like, just so we've always got one continuous thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a visual extravaganza from beginning to end. One of the most visionary and inventive of all films. It is number 15 on IMDb's top rated movies of all time. Dang. It won two Oscars for sound and visual effects. And it won Saturn Awards for Best Sci-Fi Film, Best Actor, Mark Hamill, Best Director, Irvin Kirshner. Kirshner, yeah. Best Effects and nominated for Best Supporting Actor, Billy Dee Williams, Best Writing, Best Music, and Best Costumes. It won a Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation and the People's Choice Award, which people don't, like, they kind of turn their nose up at People's Choice Awards, but I would say more than anything, People's Choice Awards should hold a higher standing because this is literally your audience. Your audience likes it more than other people, then, yeah. No, People's Choice Award for Favorite Motion Picture of the Year. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, I mean... It's a double butter. I, 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 there's really no way around it. Like, 
part of me was worried because I haven't seen this movie in a long time that uh, like my opinion was going to fall. Really? I don't think I, 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 well, you never know, right? Like your, your tastes can change. And again, like, like we, we sort of mentioned earlier, the stuff in the middle does kind of die down. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, as, as soon as the movie started and we were in Hoth, like it, I was off and running. I'm like, this is great. I love this asteroid belt. Love this. And then like Yoda shows up and he's a little funny at first and, and that's fine. And then it just kind of lulls. Things happen because they need to move the plot forward. Yeah. And then it reaches another benchmark and then bam, it's off and running again. And I I still have a lot of fun with this movie. I It's still my favorite out of all of them and double butter no 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 if ands or buts around it so here's the thing Uh uh-huh i'm still not sure what i give this movie really this is the first time i've been really stumped on how i feel about a movie wow interesting i feel like it's i liked it better than the first one yeah by a lot yeah but I have absolutely no desire to ever rewatch it. Uh-huh. So it's like, well, I gave the first one a plane, and I feel like it really did sit as a plane. Mm-hmm. But I would, I have no desire to rewatch this ever again. So I don't think I could give it a double. But it has to be higher than was for the first one because the first one I didn't like as much as I like this one. I mean, I, I get. Because again, you've said that these movies aren't for you. You don't love, yeah, you don't love like, Star Wars, the the universe, or anything like that. Oh, I understand. So I could I could see why. Could you possibly give this a double butter with these asterisks that you gave of the last movie? Which, but it is not for me because that's what you did. You plain, but it's not for me. <sighs> I'm like I'm on the edge of my seat here, seeing I if can we can sit, see you sitting, and you're not on the edge of your seat. No, like I, I I feel it in my chest. I just I don't know. It's it's actually like it's been tearing me apart since we watched it. <laughs> it's tearing. You're tearing me apart, Laura. <laughs> I am. Um, I have chills, literal chills. I've never been this invested oh in your rating for a film before. I don't know (laughs) like i just i think i have to concede that this movie holds up better than the last one Uh and the last one was a plane Uh so i feel like logically i have to give this a double oh my god did you just give a double butter to a star war i I think if i could give it a single butter just like a (laughs) Like the the non butter no, but that's what I would order anyway. Is not real butter, but like sorry, just like hun. a light. We're we're Sith here. Uh, we don't we de- only deal in absolutes. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, you say only Sith deal in absolutes, but like that's a lie like from Jedi, the movie. I know, but I feel like the Jedi do too. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like there's so much I do have fault with like Jedi logic and like claymation uh-huh. and just. But I feel like. Did you have a good time? Overall, I didn't hate it. Yeah. And overall, it was better than the first one, which uh-huh. I feel like was a solid plane. Mm-hmm. So if this was better than the last one, 
it can't have the same rating as the last one. It just doesn't make sense. It can't be better and the same all at once. So I feel like logically I have to give it the double. Wow. Which kind of makes me feel like is almost disingenuous because I'm like, I don't think I liked it that much. But I feel like it's the only right answer. It's like the least wrong answer. So it it's a double butter by default? Yes. <laughs> yes. That actually feels right. It is a double butter by default. That is the best ending I feel like I could have ever have asked for. When you said that, I could literally feel the weight fall off my shoulders <laughs> of like giving it a double doesn't feel right. And when you said giving it a double by default. By like, default. Yeah. Yeah. That feels right. That's amazing. Because I literally Amazing. was like, I don't think I'm. I should give it a double. I don't think I. I don't think it should. But when you say by default, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Amazing. I just, I would never watch it again. That okay. You know what though? Like, if when our son is like ten, he's like, Mom, I want to watch Star Wars. Can we watch Star Star Wars with me? I'd be like, well, let's watch this one. This is the one I would put on for like the old ones. Yeah. But if I were to like put on one that wasn't like oh, if I could man. pick any Star Wars movie, it would not be this one or the last one we watched. You don't you okay, but don't you want to be there for the moment we watches this movie and he finds out that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father for He'll the know first before time. then. Everybody still knows that. It, this movie no, is like that's 50 not years true, old. kids. Have you not seen any of the videos of kids learning that this video on YouTube of like Kids I don't watch shown. those kid react videos. No, that's true. Why would you react? Want to watch those videos? They're about Star Wars. <laughs> I just don't care about kids reacting to things. It's not that like it's old. not kids react videos. It's more of just like a parent showing. You know, it's like when you the Game of Thrones stuff when people film their partners watching the oh red wedding like the red wedding and stuff because yeah. they knew it was coming and it's that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, anyway, because that'll be fun. It's a double butter. By default. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. What a way to end the episode. That is going to do it for this week's episode. But next week, next week, we will be taking a look at something spoopy, no doubt. I can't do it. I can't do that it. That was justice. a terrible rendition. Yeah, well, I don't have synths and stuff. Next week, mm-hmm. we'll be looking at, I would say, the th- Third in line of OG slashers. Third. Okay. But chronologically first? Well, no, no, no. Third OG slasher. Because it goes psycho. Oh, Ooh, I see. that would be a good one to do. So obviously not psycho. psycho. We're not doing psycho. Black Christmas, which uh-huh. I hope to do at Christmas. Uh-huh. And then Halloween. Halloween. Because it's spooky season and I've been waiting to watch Halloween for a long time. Well, there you go. <laughs> So look forward to that next week. But this week's episode of Bird Popcorn, I am Mike. And I am still conflicted. And I'll talk to you guys again soon. Wow. Wow. I default is two greatest words of the English language. Always comes back to the Simpsons with you. Every time. <laughs>